Hi, this is Steve Wood with a special announcement to our Luke 21 listeners. Starting in 2024, we're going to have dual formats of Luke 21. If you like the audio, each episode will be available just as it has been for the past several years. But I'd like to invite you to try out our new Luke 21 video format on YouTube starting Thursday, January 4th. And I think the video format will take your learning about biblical prophecy to a new level. So give us a try. Join us January 4th on YouTube. Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. We're thankful that you've joined us today. We are going to do something a little bit different than what we've ever done before. I have a special guest and a good friend here in the studio with me, Father Omar Huska. Father, welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, I've asked you to do something, and you've said you're willing to do this. I have two questions for you. I haven't told you anything about what we're going to discuss in this show. Isn't that correct? That is correct. All right. Um, Here it goes. About seven years ago, it came just really to a forehead in my my life that I have— Loved, always loved studying the scriptures rather seriously and biblical prophecy in particular. I have wandered through all the different perspectives on my way to following what the Catechism, St. Augustine, the Fathers taught. And I felt that there is somewhat of a hole in Catholic circles as far as biblical prophecy particularly ones grounded in the Fathers, the Church, the Papal Statements, and that type of thing. But I was exceedingly nervous about even mentioning this because uh, I know a lot of people kind of go off the rails when they yeah. come to talking about prophecy, and, and then they get into private revelation and put that above papal statements and the catechism and things like this. So seven years ago, we sat down together about 20 feet from where we are right now. <laughs> And actually, I had a few questions to ask you that day because just um, I like your advice and cherish it. But the main question I had was, should I do this, what has become Luke 21 radio? And I asked it last just out of sheer nervousness because I was here. I could hear you say, well, Steve, that's probably a good idea to just put that one off to the side. And if you had said that, there probably wouldn't have been a Luke 21 radio. <laughs> and uh, and you told me to go for it. Yes. So my question is, why did you tell me that? I told you that because um, my um, my love of uh, of Scripture and my study of it as I was in the seminary, went down two parallel paths. What was a curriculum at the seminary and what was in my heart. And the curriculum in the seminary was very caught up with the uh, systematics of it and, uh, and uh, historical critical method and 
the diversity of sources, and and it left my heart dry. I mean, I I, I got really good grades in the seminary, so I I uh, I studied it and mm-hmm. I saw the value of it. But there was in my heart a sense that if the scriptures, first of all, become an academic subject, or even if they don't, but they have no application to the to the present, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, what is our what is our frame of reference, and what is uh, the level of trust in God that His Word is eternal, and uh, it manifests and applies in uh, in many ways uh, the whole of history. So for me, uh, the idea that, uh, uh, for instance, um, there were uh, revelation, formal revelation ended with the uh, incarnation and, uh, and applied, uh, there's, you know the terminology better than me, but we're, we're, we're speaking to people that may not know it. Uh, you know, just to that moment. Mm-hmm. So, so the end times happened to the Isra- Israelis or the, the, the people of Israel at the time of uh, Rome taking over and coming over and destroying the temple and all that, and that was it, but it doesn't say anything to us now or towards the future, then what legacy do I have to leave my children? What frame of reference in order to make decisions and to live in accordance to a sense of God who is always present? So prophecy to me has always been that. So when you came up with that question, I said, finally, thank you, Lord, and go for it. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, you're you're absolutely right because uh, I mean I have friends and people I greatly respect, but that's it. They want to push everything uh, to things that happened in the first century is all biblical prophecy is talking about, and it changes your life when you have a good handle on how we got here and what our destiny is. And, and between those two points, we get a purpose in life. We get a certain direction, and we don't meander following the crowd. Yeah. And, you know, um, we have the, there's those two tendencies to go off the rails and mm-hmm. bring in a whole bunch of other stuff or whatever. Yeah. Or to just simply dismiss it. And I think that goes to hope. If I dismiss the Word of God and what He has foretold in each season of the history of humanity if i dismiss it then i have i'm I'm alone i have no frame of reference and again uh, we've spoken about me and fatherhood then my dad took a hike because if he left me alone at this present moment Mm -hmm. without speaking to me and saying this is where you're going Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know i just don't uh, i cannot accept that so it's a dismissing of, of a biblical prophecy altogether that is to me as as uh, dangerous as uh, going down some path of uh, some kind of esoteric uh, mm-hmm. thing like very it, abstract and yeah. not connected yeah God's not connected yeah yeah well what about also I've heard you at a baptism I was present at if I'm not mistaken I think the parents eyes got a little wide when you mentioned um, just a brief exhortation to them to prepare these children to be martyrs. Yes. And uh, I've never heard that at a baptism, but you obviously see a concern. I mean, we don't know dates of Christ's return or if this is the final descent into cultural degeneration, but we're certainly in one, a very serious one comprehensively. So I'm I'm assuming that was part behind your question to give me a green light to go ahead with Luke 21. 
That too, and I mean, and, and uh, the Lord revealing to us in everything, including our sacramental practices and everything, that everything is a type of something to come. You know, in, in biblical stories uh, uh, study, we talk about typology as what happened in the past that came to fulfillment in Christ. But I think what hap- what came to fulfillment is, in Christ is pointing to the final encounter with God. Absolutely. So I, another question that I ask is, uh, parents, do you realize that you have brought your child here to die? And if they just go, well, what is, what is he saying? I said, yeah, he's, coming, he's becoming one with Christ who died for real, who rose from the dead, and martyrdom. This can be a typology of what the Lord may have in store, the blessedness of being a martyr. So in baptism, you die, and then you live as, as a new creation, but you may have to die again, whether it be a, a bloody mar- a martyrdom or a white martyrdom or even a green martyrdom, mm-hmm. where, uh, where the system uh, uh, of the Antichrist just takes away your very possibility of subsistence and making a living. Uh, and I'm not blind. I see what I see, and we are uh, we're in a very, very unique, I believe, uh, stage of human history right now. So yeah, I think that we're in agreement. Yeah. Well, there is a second question I asked you that day as well, uh, because um, I take very seriously this responsibility of teaching about biblical prophecy yes. because so many have gone off the rails. Yes. Uh, you know, I I don't do like what we've done today, and this isn't a winging it. I just wanted this to be unfiltered, to come straight through what we're trying to do. But So I recognize this is a, this is a time chunk. Um, I'm, I've spent hundreds of hours in the last six years uh, preparing these very brief uh, broadcasts, but I wanted them to be true. But I asked you a second question. I said, well, then should I continue with what I'm doing with Faith and Family Radio? And without blinking... <laughs> You said, yes. Why did you say yes? So why do we need to understand our end, our current situation, our challenges combined? Why do we need family at the same time? Because I think family is uh, the field where you play this game. I'm an old football player, so right. my, my, my imagination goes to the field and okay. the playbook and all of that. Um, I think prophecy is meant for the natural reality that God created, which, by the way, he declared to be not only good, but very good in the, in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible. And it, it's in the core of marriage and family that prophecy is given to us that we may be righteous men and women and raise our children uh, to honor God and honor us and honor the world. So I don't think that you can separate them because if you do, uh, the study of prophecy may become a, a very sterile academic effort or very esoteric and very mm-hmm. feelings-driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the place where that is purified is, in my opinion, the daily life of a husband and a wife or a father and a mother and the children. That's where we see the clarity of it. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that's where this no, it, you know it it does. And um, at at the time I talked with you, I said, "Well, are these two divergent paths?" And I don't want to become a schizophrenic Catholic radio broadcaster. And I've seen how 
when I'm doing the biblical prophecy, but I mean, parents, you really need to do this because this is serious stuff. When you have false teachers wearing golden pectoral crosses, uh, you have to be aware this is nothing new in the Catholic Church, including the, the apostles warning about this stuff. And on the other hand, on faith and family, it's like you can't go with the culture and the culture at times goes haywire. So you go back to biblical prophecy and and actually the two, I no longer see them in opposition, but I'm so thankful for your counsel because you yeah. just simply said, yes, do both. And I, 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 okay, and I'm not going to worry about that. Yes. And as I follow Luke 21, yeah. I see you bringing the, the study and the teaching of uh, biblical prophecy into the heart of the family mm-hmm. because truly the prophecies were given by God to his people. Yeah. And his people at the very core are husband, wife, fathers, mothers, children, family. Uh, that's that's where it's revealed. That's what it, where it can be understood. Yeah. And that light of prophecy, that's where it shines. So, yeah, they're complementary, absolutely, yeah. no, no doubt. And, and then the other thing I think, too, is that, okay, there's a lot of things wrong in Washington, D.C. What can I do about it? Practically nothing. There's a lot of things wrong with our economy and our culture. What can I do about it? Very little. I'm not going to change Hollywood. Too much money. All right. There's a lot of craziness with the German bishops. What can I do about that? Nothing. Can I do anything in my family? Yes. I can do a whole lot and pass that on to other families. And Going back uh, in a previous conversation, I was telling you about my uh, grandfather's rule of life. Yeah. And my grandfather's rule of life was um, do what you can with what you have where you're at and never less than that. But if you go to doing more than that, you'll you'll find out that there's not too much that you can do. So do it in the family. Yes. We will know how we have to live. Could you say that one more time, those three things? Oh, those three things. Do what you can okay, with what you have all right. where you're at. And the fourth one that wraps them all up and never do less than that. All right. Father Omar, thank you for joining us in <laughs> Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.